Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking. I'm Andrew Chavone. And I'm Stephen Rogers. I said that really fast because we already tried to record three times. This and is I kept the laughing. fifth intro we've done. Yeah, so we were, we're in Boston and this one with anxiety filled, we talk about our trip up to Boston, our yeah. shows in Boston. We don't say any ums or uhs. Yeah, we got a feedback from, from the last episode where we said ums and uhs in our intro. So we read an article that was sent to us by the listener, which gave us more anxiety. And <laughs> we cut the ums and uhs out of this one. So there might be for a some, treat but there, there might di- be some um <laughs> oh boy oh god and we uh <laughs> we talk about a, a car issue that i had to deal with yeah we do and <laughs> that affected me <laughs> still upset about it no it's okay me i am <laughs> i know but i say no it's okay so we talk about that and I met a news celebrity and got to watch him do his news thing, which was interesting. <laughs> and we'd go into listener topics, which yeah, are... we got uh, doctor's office anxiety and sleep problems and and uh, professors that tease their students and also uh, when you have to call 911. Oh, my goodness. All right. It's a fun one. Stay tuned for the music. And uh, do we even... Wait. Th- yeah. Don't, wait. wait yeah. Don't stay tuned yet. Uh on uh, the the tickets are officially up for Concord, New Hampshire on the website. It's the Bank of New Hampshire stage, and uh, the show date is December twentieth. Andrew and I will be doing stand up in Concord, New Hampshire. Please come. And if you don't live in the, the the New England area or the Northeast area, don't worry about coming. My mom was wanting to come from from Virginia. Oh wow! And I was like, Mom, don't come from Virginia to to New Hampshire. We're gonna be in D.C. later. So yeah. if you live in a weird part of the country, we're gonna come and see you eventually weird part just <laughs> yeah anywhere but new england is weird that's that's not what we mean but just here do us a favor write to us where you are and where you usually go for comedy and we'll see what we can do yeah all right so stay now, tuned. now stay tuned for the music stay tuned it's my heart starts beating really fast Sweating and trembling. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking. I am Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Man, this is, uh, we are, uh, well, I'm already doing what we were going to talk about first. Yeah, so we got a, uh, some feedback from a listener that said we say um too much, and literally you said um eight times before <laughs> before the first 30 seconds of this podcast. Uh, yeah, they don't like that we do that. But <laughs> well, it is annoying. I Sure, but like the thing is, this is not scripted. <laughs> How, you but know there's I mean? other podcasts that aren't scripted. They don't say um. I'm sure they do. I'm almost positive. Okay. So they sent us an article. Her name is Chrissy B. She lives in Erie. Um, oh, I said it now. <laughs> she sent us an article that said how to stop it. And then none of it really helped, but it just said, just may- be quiet instead of, um. she's like, Hey, I think they need another thing to be anxious about. And I told her that I'm like, this is really good. You think this is not going to make us anxious? She's like, I'm so sorry. I think it's called panic attacking woman. <laughs> I mean, we appreciate you listening and wanting to make it better and we're gonna now we're gonna focus on it and try to make it better but yeah. also now when i'm talking i'm just making sure i'm not doing it i think you're saying it more now that you're conscious of I it. i haven't said it once since we started well, well the since, first time you brought it up since the the machine gun of ums yeah yeah i like to get them out in one burst and then i don't have to do it anymore 
so uh we're recording this is the first one first location we've ever done we're doing it in boston massachusetts yeah uh, as opposed to boston florida (laughs) (laughs) the famous uh port town of boston tampa yeah (laughs) when everybody thinks about the uh booming uh comedy metropolis of boston they often think of florida boston florida yeah because when you think of boston you think palm trees (laughs) uh beach yeah snowbirds <laughs> rollerbladers <laughs> lifeguards it's pretty cool we're in boston the same time like the most boston season fall oh it's so boston right now yeah everyone's wearing coats it's like leaves are falling it yeah really... they got that robin williams cap yeah from goodwill hunting exactly it's like every movie in boston is like what's happening right now yeah like the social network i feel is very fall based <laughs> yes you brought up the social network 12 times today yeah <laughs> just in our because <laughs> the person we're staying with is like it's busy because of the road racing in harvard i'm like the social network we're the lost twins <laughs> i'm like I, I have tourettes with <laughs> social network references <laughs> and we're in a cafe that looked like <laughs> oh the cafe was uh 80s themed well, that was the diner, but we're, oh, the, we're, we're the coffee to, shop. Yeah, I was like, these people all look like they're in tech, and, and yeah, they and, all had laptops with like different backgrounds. And, Not the background of the computer, like the the cover was like camouflage, and <laughs> they had yeah the had, cases of the laptops. Yeah, and uh, the Caitlin McPhee who we're staying with, I'm like, is this next to MIT? She's like, no. <laughs> This is not next to anything. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, are we near us, the developer's center? So, yeah, we're here doing shows. Yeah, we're doing a Nick's Comedy Stop. We did one show last night, and then we got one tonight. Yeah, and you look so tired right now. We so just, do you. We stayed. These, these accommodations, oh my God. Well, we should say we're very grateful that Caitlin is letting us stay here. Caitlin yeah. McPhee, not my girlfriend, Caitlin. Right. So uh, we're staying here. So Stephen told me that he got a place for us to stay. I'm talking softly because the person, <laughs> we're in the person's house right now. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve was like, we got a place to stay. I'm like, great. He's like, you get a couch. I get an air mattress. Perfect. So we show up, no air mattress. The couch is, <laughs> the couch is literally like a fun, like a kid playhouse couch. <laughs> it's Fisher Price brand. It's basically a chair. <laughs> yeah, it's slightly wider than a chair. It's a two cushion couch. Yeah, it's a love seat, I guess. Oh, it is a love seat, and you did not love it. No, <laughs> it's a hate seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a resent cushion. <laughs> it's the back pain uh, seat. Uh, yeah, it's a love back pain. <laughs> and then you <laughs> love staying awake all night. Seat. And, and then you went to sleep in an actual chair. I slept in a chair, not a recliner, a chair. <laughs> <laughs> it did not ease back so uh we lay down my feet are like dangling off they immediately go numb i don't know what you're doing well, I, I picked the chair because i knew it was going to be less comfortable i wanted you to be more comfortable oh thank you yeah so, <laughs> i can really hear the gratefulness in your voice <laughs> i've realized i'm in this place you know it looks like a college dorm there's like it's, yeah it's very much like a christmas townhouse. lights and yeah, there's lightsabers everywhere. Lights, yeah. The lamp is a lightsaber. That the like all the decorations are Star, <laughs> Star Wars, Wars themed. themed. Yeah, and uh, which and makes sense because I felt as stiff as Han Solo when he was in. <laughs> that sounded sexual. No, like when he's in that when he's carbonite. The carbonite. That's that's, that's how, how my, he slept. Yeah, that's how my spine is right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> and when you well, when you got up, you sounded like Jabba. You were like, oh, <laughs> oh, I hurt. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Cookie Monster. I'm trying to think of another reference. Oh, I walked like three CPO now because my C three PO C three. What did I say? Three CPO. <laughs> <laughs> the dyslexic I think robot that's, a, that's when you have the runs <laughs> three cpo <laughs> three cpo <laughs> that's, uh, that's like a pirate that doesn't travel the seven seas <laughs> it does half of them and he <laughs> yeah, about three cpo <laughs> so what whatever the uh it smells like a gym in here it's i don't smell anything Maybe there's something next to me. I think there's like a sock right next to me. <laughs> it's a Star Wars sock. It smells like a locker room. It smells like an Ewok. <laughs> it smells like the inside of Chewbacca's costume. <laughs> and I should mention that we got here last night and it was freezing because it's so cold in oh New England. Oh my God, it was so cold. You and took care of me like I was a wounded, I did. S- wounded soldier. <laughs> I covered you up. It was I like, wish people saw it. It was like Band How much of Brothers. Love I gave you. It was like Band of Brothers. <laughs> you, 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 put, you just laid down and gave up, and I'm covering you up, and you're like, oh, that blanket's too dusty. So. <laughs> and then you took it off. I took it off. You and- put this, so I had these two small blankets that were like napkins. And I <laughs> well, you wouldn't take the big one. Because it was, it smelled. <laughs> and then you put this big blanket over me, like this nice gesture. You're like, I'm going to take care of my friend. Yeah. I have him staying in a crappy place. You put this blanket over me, and this cloud of dust goes immediately on my face <laughs> like a cartoon. <laughs> it's like if a mummy farted. <laughs> like cakes, it just like stays around my head. Like it doesn't doesn't keep going. It just stops around in my head and just lingers. Like that stinky kid in uh, the the peanuts. Yeah, the peanuts. <laughs> It's just floating around you. I always felt bad for that kid. They always yeah. like this guy's obviously poor. Yeah, Charlie Brown. You think he is? He's, he's depressed. The poor kids out there trick or treating. Charlie Brown is. You know, <laughs> the stinky a, kids like good grief, my ass. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Brown's like I got a rock. The sticky, the stinky kids like. Well, hey, I mean, I could build my new house. <laughs> my clothes are stiff as rocks. Yeah, I haven't bathed in two months because <laughs> my family can't afford running water. <laughs> So well, that's uh, really a lot sadder than I thought it was. <laughs> now looking back at the peanuts, yeah, peanuts is depressing. Yeah, he Charlie Brown bullied everyone, hates him. He, he obviously has clinical depression. Yeah, <laughs> needs Prozac. <laughs> uh, everyone just dances like freaks. They all need Ritalin. <laughs> so we, uh, I wake up every every five minutes. You know, like my foot's asleep, and then like morning comes. There's like a construction crew They're, digging the street, up the digging up the street. Garbage. I, think they take be- a, <laughs> I swear, four times a garbage truck went down this street. I think they're doing each bin individually. Each house has a different garbage <laughs> company come. So then, like, finally, the garbage collection stops at yeah. like six in the morning. And oh then, god! And, and then oh, this no. other guy who's still in the room next to the living room, he starts playing like Call of Duty and. And he has like a headset, so we hear like, "I'm gonna put my balls in your butt." <laughs> well, that's extreme. That's what he said. I know, but lead into that. <laughs> oh, 
first he says, there's a guy behind you. And then he says, cover, I'm throwing a grenade. I'm like, what is happening? And then he says, you'll never guess what he says next. I'm going to put my balls in your butt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to mess you up. And then I, and then I, I, every time I close my eyes, they like, I, I hear, I'm going to wreck you. And then they like shoot open. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, my back's wrecked. (laughs) Are you the couch? (laughs) You're so bent. Your balls were in your butt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the is this horrible couch talking to me <laughs> so uh so that's where we are right now so we got coffee we got some food yeah feeling a little better feeling i feel a little bit better yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i slept you look so defeated <laughs> well i slept sitting in a rigid chair and the, also i had to use the what is what do you call what i'm sitting on ottoman the, the, the ottoman was half of my bed <laughs> And it kept moving. <laughs> it felt like those uh, medieval machines where they would stretch the person apart. Yeah, the rack. Yeah, yeah. It felt like that. I was like half on the other side of the room. <laughs> it's just stretching. You're, you're, you ever you're, see that Muppets one where Gonzo does it and he loves it? Yeah. <laughs> That's Every the sound time. you're making. Yeah. What was that Muppets one? I remember that one. I think it might have been... Um, Muppet Treasure Island. Yes. Yeah. Which was a good one. That was one of my favorites. That was one of my favorites, too. Tim Curry is uh, some Yes, he's the he's uh, the bad guy. Yeah. John Silver. Yeah. Oh, that such and a good Muppet one. Christmas Carol. Yeah, that was a good wow. one, too. Their formula was get a really good... Story. Act. Well, story and actor. Yeah, that's true. They got El- uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. Where one guy... He's, like, so serious. He's, like, literally talking to Rizzo the Rat. <laughs> he was in this great movie with... Sean Connery, where it's called The Man Who Would Be King, and they like go to India, and it's like this drama. And uh, he gave the same performance to Fozzie Bear <laughs> <laughs> as he did to Sean Connery. <laughs> waka waka. That was Sean Connery. Hello. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> what are you saying? Oh, that's where you're sleeping. I yeah. felt no remorse for you. I'm like, you made your chair bed and now, now you get <laughs> now, to sleep in it now you get to somewhat lie in it <laughs> <laughs> i was almost about to sleep on the floor <laughs> i thought about it too i've slept on the floor before but i didn't know it was going to be hardwood yeah this is the first floor probably made <laughs> this is like a boston colonial house there, yeah this design of this house is like a maze yeah it's like full house <laughs> It's like that big. Yeah, it's like a big, but all the rooms are weird. And yeah, uh, the the uh, the bathroom lock is literally a dungeon lock. It's like a lock for a fence. Yeah, you go click, <laughs> click this like That's dead bolt. Sticky. It's a dead bolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So uh, yeah, should we get it? So we um. Well, we, yeah. So we got. They, First of all, I think we're doing pretty good with the uh, ums. The yeah, ums. I've been conscious of it too. Thank you for the article. We just we now we were just so we were already in our heads. So we were just worried about another thing, <laughs> but we appreciate the feedback. Any feedback's good. But uh, yeah, we're here in uh, Boston. Yeah, so we, we, you got booked on this sh- this this show a week ago. Yeah, and you asked me to do it, and I was like, well. I got the show in Connecticut that I'm doing the Sunday after, so I don't know if I can handle all that driving. You're like, don't worry about it. 
I'm driving. I got Caitlin's car. I'm like, oh, okay. I, all right. Well, let me preface this story with a lot of anxiety coming your way, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, okay, you don't have to drive. Um, I'm driving Caitlin's car. You don't have to worry about your car. We're going to head back Saturday night. And then you're going to be able to go to Connecticut Sunday and drive. And I'm like, great, okay. And uh, and that w- I meant every word. And I was still hesitant about it. I'm like, well, it's still a lot of driving. And <laughs> and I've I've done it before, and I would I was ready to do it again. Yeah. And then cut to the day before <laughs> we leave, Thursday. You're like, I'm so sorry. Don't hate me, but Caitlin's car is broken. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was fighting everything in me to to send you that text. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and I was like, all right, whatever. You gave me enough heads up where I was like over it by the time I picked you up. But then when I picked you up, you're like, don't hate me, but I got I to gotta go to the pig to... <laughs> Get all this stuff ready for the car. I'm like, we gotta leave. We gotta- <laughs> I know that. I know. <laughs> but so we 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 t- have an ex- we we leave an hour later than we were supposed to. Yes. And we literally get to the club <laughs> five minutes before showtime. I'm running up. The- oh, you drop me off. My dad's sweating listening to this right you, now. <laughs> you drop me off, and you have to you have to take my truck. And you look so tiny in the big truck. Yeah, we gotta get a picture. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get a picture for the. You pull. Look, it looks like I stole my dad's truck and I'm running away. <laughs> yeah, a kid that wandered in his dad's garage. That's what you look like. <laughs> you pull away, and I run up with all my bags, and they're like, uh, "I'm like, I'm a, I'm the host." They're like, "Get up there!" And I get up. It doesn't start until they start late. <laughs> so, oh my god, I was like all frazzled. I'm like going over my set and. uh the first comic has the most complicated name I've ever seen. Oh, it's yeah. like I can't even remember. It's like Sib John Gibugu. <laughs> so I have to go up after Russian to get there. He sounds <laughs> Russian. Yeah. <laughs> 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 after Russian to get up here and get on. And the whole time I'm I'm doing my set and like crowd work. I'm like Gib John Gibugu. <laughs> I gotta yeah, remember each this. joke you're like in the back of your mind just trying to remember the name yeah yeah and then i say bib bob goo 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 i say it wrong i say a different wrong weird name yeah and i'm like you could oh. tell by everyone laughing that knew him <laughs> i'm like oh god and then he doesn't even i think he's mad he didn't he didn't say goodbye well he no he just left right away but he didn't make fun of you Right, yeah, he he handled it well. He handled. I'm sure people would, you know, people that have harder names. I think at when they do comedy at a certain point, they're just like, it's a waste of of time to to uh, get mad at it. It's a sign of you've been doing comedy long enough. Because if a guy, it, if if you started comedy and it's your first week, and somebody says your name wrong, you feel like, oh my god, it's my my career is ruined. Yeah, these people don't know my real name. I think it's it's the people that don't. And, like, then the, and then the like, more you do it, the more you realize, oh, no one in this audience is going to care what your name is. They they don't even right. remember. Even if you say it rightly, they don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Like, because it's the first thing they hear is, give it up for Steve Goo Goo. It's Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rogers, actually. <laughs> so close. And then they like, hear like a whole set, and then they're like, well, who is that guy? But the thing that, here's the thing, the difference. You care as a host because... During you even said it yourself, you were trying to remember it and trying to get it right. Yeah. So you're putting in the effort. I was in Rogue Island 
uh, comedy festival last weekend, and you know Pranav Bahari, uh-huh. who's a really funny comic. I was on the show with him, and the host was like, "What's your name?" And Pranav goes, "It's Pranav Bahari." Bahari, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna get that right." <laughs> and and Pranav's like, <laughs> like "Well." I'll, I'll, let me say it again. He says it to him again, and the guy's like, ah, you know, I'll probably mess it up. And I was like, well, you're not even trying. Yeah. You like, I think if, you know, try to give the person a little bit of respect and <laughs> give him an attempt. Right. Especially, like, if it's a showcase show and he's going third and the host is like, what's your name? And then that's easier than if you have to do a whole set and then bring up somebody. Yeah, and it's probably anxiety-inducing for the person to who has the name to be like, no, now I got to correct somebody when, you know, it's, it's, you're putting them through stress. It's a stressful two-way street. And then for me, it's like, I have a complicated last name too, but at least say anything. Like somebody was like, Andrew oh, yeah. a- Anthony. <laughs> and I was like, hey, okay. I didn't even acknowledge it. I'm like, yeah. whatever. But somebody was like, Andrew, oh, I'm sorry. I can't remember. I forgot. What is it? And I have to yell it from the back. Yeah. Okay, this guy. And then I have to be like, of course I have to address this now. <laughs> yeah uh, obviously and then i hate when they say this next guy's very funny been around a long time he's my great friend uh what's your name <laughs> <laughs> okay well, that was all a lie you don't know any of me you don't yeah. know me at all i think the classiest version of that i saw was i was at the stand and the host was like he finished and he's about to bring me up and he looks at me he goes is it rogers and i'm like yep and then he goes all right and then he brings me up i'm like oh man there's a way to handle it <laughs> Yeah, I go, remind me of the name again. Yeah, and you can do it without the audience having any idea. Right. Uh, yeah, so I think that's, but... Oh, you're saying he did that on stage? He did it while he was on stage. And oh. the audience had no idea. Is it Rogers? That's, he said that from the microphone? From the, from the stage. To me, but like I was by the stage ready to go on. Oh. It kind of worked. <laughs> Nobody well, had any idea. Well, last night, remember the host of the show we did after this, the, the second show we did? Yeah, the, the host of that show was was like, okay, your first comment coming to the stage, and then she puts her head. Backstage. Oh yeah, she stuck her head in, <laughs> through the curtain. Yeah, and then looked at the comment. whoever was closest. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was like, well, that's really dramatic. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so we had the ride. Uh, oh man, that, so we, we got to talk about. Okay, let's get into it. So oh, when boy. I picked you up after you had to delay an hour, your <laughs> your penance to me for me having to drive and being late. Was the whole twelve pack of Lacroix? Oh, I had, I was ready. <laughs> I was I like felt so bad. I was like, all right, this is good. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't mad anyway, but I was like, this is a really. There's no way you weren't mad. This is like, this is a really nice gesture, and I, I immediately my mood improved. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> you drank half. I immediately more before, than half before we even left the Queensboro line. Four of them. I drank four, and I had a big coffee. I drank that. <laughs> And then <laughs> just belching. <laughs> I'm I'm burping. I'm crushing the cans. Yeah, you were. <laughs> so then, so we get to about Connecticut, and I'm going. Well, we well first I'm like, do you have to pee? You're like, no. I'm, I'm like, like ah, I could pee in a little while, and you're like, yeah, I'm not there yet either. It'll be a little bit. So we pass the rest area. We both don't have to pee, and then immediately, like three seconds later, I'm like, I gotta pee so bad. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, oh, I'm like, oh, it hurts. I like uh, loosen the seatbelt, loosen my belt, <laughs> all in a matter of seconds. Yeah, and then we already passed the rest stop. We can't turn around; it's the highway. Yeah, so we're like, keep going. Uh, so we pull out. We're like, 
there's no sign for your bathroom. We pass one exit. It's like literally just f- farm fields. And it, all, the only thing signs where they were for was uh, museums. Yeah. So the next one is like the plague museum. <laughs> I'm like, all right, maybe this, there, the con- maybe, there's, there, maybe there's a McDonald's next to that. <laughs> the constipation center. Yeah. You know how you see uh, in a museum about death and suffering and you feel like a cheeseburger? It's <laughs> 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 probably a Burger King across the street from the from the boil display gallery <laughs> so, and it was one of those exits where you don't know which way to turn because each way you look is wilderness <laughs> yeah. so we're like oh god so we we get off we turn and it's like this old connecticut town and i see the museum i see there's nothing around so i just pull the road and we, we you go sprint to- it you got out and sprinted into the woods yeah we, the woods behind the museum it looks like the the Blair Witch Project. It did. Because there's stone walls. and I, I was wondering why you were filming yourself. <laughs> You're like, I have to pee so bad right now. I'm like crying into the camera. <laughs> At least I think those were tears. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe this lens down. <laughs> so, and then you sprint back. You sprint out of the woods. You didn't even finish putting your belt on. Yeah, well, I knew you had to pee. I, I did. I, I so to... bad. I know, but it just looked weird. <laughs> it looked like we went streaking and then just cut back. <laughs> so then you you were like, all right. You get out and you run in the woods, too. I was so nervous peeing in there. Man, the rush I felt after peeing. I, was I like, know. It was oh, like extreme sport. Oh, God. Yeah. No, it was like doing like a... Like, <laughs> ecstasy or something I was, I was like in a high from the oh, felt the, so good the pee relief that over with yeah. so then so then we get back on the road <laughs> no you get right in the car and you're like ah now i can drink again and then you chugged my <laughs> seltzer i picked yours up by accident and you're like that's mine but i was so guilty from having to use your truck i was like he can have it <laughs> So then we drive like five miles, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. <laughs> and you're like, me too. And again, there's nowhere to stop. Nowhere. Museums and trees, <laughs> pumpkins. I'm like, I could eat one of those. So yeah. we, we, uh, <laughs> we're like cruising along. Like after we said we're so hungry, I'm like. It gets more dramatic. I'm like, I'm too weak yeah, to, yeah, to, to, to drive. My, I'm, hold, I'm too weak to hold my head up. <laughs> you have to take the wheel. You're like holding your head. You were, you're like, oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> you, then you pass the exit that has the Chick-fil-A, and you're like, oh, God, that was the exit. Oh, God. We're like, we got to do the emergency pull over to the side of the road and eat berries. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> got to run in the woods and eat berries. Uh, uh, you didn't do that, but we talked about it and it made me laugh so hard. Yeah, so we finally, well, the only place we can find is Dunkin' Donuts, so we get those crappy breakfast sandwiches, oh, which yeah. are just slop and a fake bun. <laughs> we we get two each and immediately. It's like I'm styrofoam like, and, yeah. a, and a croissant. Exactly, yeah. It's like eggs grown in a lab. <laughs> they mix like chemicals and pr- enzymes together to form some kind of sandwich-looking <laughs> Amoeba. <laughs> like a sponge. And they're like, no, this is the egg. <laughs> the sausage is just some dirt they found. <laughs> so, we eat this slop and our stomachs hurt. We finally, yeah. And then we have to get gas. 
and uh, <laughs> and then I take over. Yeah, you start driving. You're like, I've never driven a pickup truck before. I know this is the biggest vehicle I've ever driven. <laughs> and then to leave the the gas station, I'm all immediately nervous, and I'm about to leave. And you're like, No, 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 you gotta leave over there. And then I drive around, and you're like, wait, that's not it. <laughs> and then I drive around. So I'm just circling the pumps. Everybody looks like, wow, that, that dad's letting his son drive the truck. <laughs> Good job, Steven. I'm like sitting on your lap. You're pushing the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> now put it in first. <laughs> oh, my God. So we finally make it. Well, we're driving in traffic, and it's the before we switched, I forgot this. We're driving, and it's fo- the foliage, and you've never seen anything like this because there's all these hills and stuff. Yeah, so the like, trees look like- great. There's, like, yellow <laughs> and orange, and I, I'm, all, I'm colorblind, so my range of colors is limited. I, only, I just realized I only see, like, three colors. I only see three colors of the trees, but they're stark. I just realized that. Yeah. You don't even know what they are. Well, I guess I know colors, but I don't know the shades of But I see, like, yellow and orange and red. Oh, okay. I'm like, this is nice. And then uh, the car in the front of me slams on its brake. I almost <laughs> hit it because I'm literally just staring at a tree. Yeah, I'm, my I'm on the I I'm halfway into the glove box from you slamming on the brakes and yeah. you're like, sorry, I was looking at the trees. Your nose is jammed into the vent, the the AC vent. <laughs> my yeah, my face has got the flaps from the the vent. <laughs> it pushed me through like a grater. <laughs> you 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 go through the vent and out the front of the car where the air goes in. And then I have to turn on the AC again for you to come, come back. back out. <laughs> then you come slither back out and form into my original self. <laughs> it's like the ooze guy. From what? I don't know. There's got to be an ooze guy. Ooze guy? Probably. It sounds like, actually, it sounds like the name of the comic I brought up last night. Give it up for ooze guy. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. So we got a lot to cover this week. Is that all about the trip? No. <laughs> There's more? Then I'm driving, and uh, it's heavy traffic in Boston, and like the arrival time keeps going up and up and up and up. Oh, my God, yeah. So the show's at 8. So on GPS, we're set to get there at 7.15. I'm like, oh, this is good. And then it goes up to 7.20. I'm like, okay, it's doable. Then <laughs> it goes up to 7.30. I'm like, oh, well, the show <laughs> probably gets seated at 7.30. It's not a big deal if we get there right when the show gets seated. 7.35, the show will be seated. They're going to be like, where's the comics? <laughs> 7.40, I'm like, we're f- screwed. <laughs> it went up to 7.50. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God. It went up to 7.55 at one point. Oh, my God, you didn't tell me. That. I know. I didn't want to tell you. I don't want you to poop your pants. I almost did when we when I slammed into the vent. Yeah, and then, and then and then and then I'm driving this truck, and this guy doesn't signal, and he switches lanes, <laughs> and I'm driving this big truck I've never driven before, and I gotta crank the wheel like immediately ninety degrees. Yeah, this guy cuts in front of you, doesn't signal, just pulls in front of you, and. Uh... <laughs> we it was the most comical thing I've ever seen. We're on two wheels <laughs> and we're screaming. Well, I scream, yeah. I mean, we didn't hit him, but no. But I was on so much adrenaline, and then I hated it. We pull up next to him, and he looks at us like it's a problem because yeah. I slam on the horn. You're driving. I still I sl- hit the horn. I think we both hit the horn. <laughs> Our hands, touched. Our hands touched. I was wondering if you felt it too. <laughs> 
Uh, I was on so much adrenaline, I could have picked up the car and ran to, to the club. <laughs> we got there faster. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, we finally make it. We sleep in what, what, what someone might call sleep. <laughs> and then you get a call this morning from the mechanic. Oh, well, now I have to tell you the mechanic story because I've been holding on to all of this. Now people get to hear why the car thing happened. Uh, okay. Well, can we just okay? Yeah, yeah. Ahead, no, no. I think no. Let's 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 put a pin in that. Yeah. Call from the mechanic, and, and well, you that's tell. where I'll end. Yeah. So, Caitlin uh, Palufo, my girlfriend, uh, is was doing a comedy festival. So, uh, in Montana, and then when she came back, I was I was watching her car while she was gone, and it was fine. Yeah, you're just in a lawn chair staring at the car. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I really got you. <laughs> Still there. Four Ooh. wheels, right? Uh oh, a leaf fell on it. <laughs> I took care of it. <laughs> yeah. You put, I'm standing there with a blower. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it starts to fall. <laughs> okay, all good. Kaylin, it's going to be good when you get back. So she comes back and she's like, Is my car making a noise? I'm like, Yeah, it was making that noise before you left. And she's like, well, it seems worse. And I'm like, I don't really think so. It seemed okay. Yeah. And then, she just hasn't heard it in a week. Yeah, yeah. Forgot how bad it was. I'm like, I drove to Rhode Island and back. It's fine. And then uh, she's like, well, maybe we should take it in. And I'm like, well, all right, no problem. And then she's going to where she is now is Minneapolis. And I'm like, all right, I'll drop it off. Uh, and then hopefully it's ready. It should be ready for Boston. <laughs> Well, she doesn't want you to drive. She's worried about you driving to Boston. She was worried, yeah. Because it was making a sound. Right. She didn't want me to drive all the way here and then it explode. <laughs> yeah, right. Like if a leaf fell on it. Yeah. And <laughs> well, luckily, you're there watching it. Yeah. So you're there staring at a car. In the lawn chair. In a lawn chair. <laughs> that image just got me. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I bring the the car in to the guy and uh, I I've never really brought a car to mechanic before. Because I don't own a car. I've never owned a car. Mm-hmm. So I bring the car in and the guy... The guy sizes you up immediately. He's like, oh, this, perfect. This guy's a sucker of the lifetime. <laughs> like, he, like he's, he lights a candle and says a prayer. Thank you, Lord, <laughs> for bringing me this goober. <laughs> Finally, I can get these my kids some Christmas presents. <laughs> hey, how about you? each of you get two PlayStations? <laughs> So, <laughs> the ultimate wet dream of a mechanic is some guy to pull in. I'm wearing a shirt that says I know nothing about cars. Yeah, that says my car makes a funny sound. Well, ching, cash slot machine sound. I'm like, yeah, that's the sound it's making. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a like a, a bag of gold coins being <laughs> yeah, emptied on a table. He's. I, I was wondering why he said it sounds like an, another vacation. And I'm like, what? He's like, nothing. You should have <laughs> told me that. When you, you, I, wish I didn't you know you were a car guy. I know, I know. And my dad also who it's listens to It's not in your resume. <laughs> I know my dad who also listens to the podcast is a bigger car guy. All right, so next I time. Just tell, talk to him about next it. Next time the car is making a noise, I'll record the podcast in the car. And then your dad <laughs> can listen and go, well, sounds like the belt. <laughs> yeah, so what I do... If if a car is making the sound, I'll like research the sound. I'll figure. I'll narrow it down to two things in on YouTube and internet, and I'll go to the mechanic and I'll be like, "Hey, the belt's worn out. Can you what? replace the belt?" I don't go in and say, 
There's noise coming from the car. But that's not what I did. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I did. I called him. I'm like, hey, the car is making a noise. I'm pretty positive it's the belt. Oh, yeah. And I was like very positive. So then I get there, and I here's where I went wrong. Oh, God. I pull the car up, and he's like, all right, pop the hood. And I didn't know where the switch was. Oh, God. <laughs> you put it in reverse? <laughs> I, here's here's where everything went wrong. No. I couldn't find the switch, and I'm like, it's my girlfriend's car. No. <laughs> the, you, the, so he you, hit the switch and popped the hood, and then I turned the car off, and he's like, he looks at me, he goes, did you turn the car off? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's my like, God. how am I supposed to know what the sound is? Meanwhile, the, <laughs> the, the dollar sign on your forehead is increasingly growing. I was wondering why he... <laughs> His jaw hit the floor like the wolf. <laughs> yeah, his jaw hits the floor and his tongue unravels like yeah. a red carpet. <laughs> the heart was coming out of his chest. Ooga! <laughs> and uh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. So then, then he uh, he's like, "Well, it's something you'll have to bring it back tomorrow because uh, you know I'm kind of done today." What time was it? I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really worried. He about wanted it. to charge you an overnight. <laughs> Day, come bring it back, charge. <laughs> yeah, I didn't look at where the sun was in the sky. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, that's a fee. If I look at it and you have to bring it back another yeah, day, it counts yeah. as 24 hours. He's like, hey, that's a, a once-over charge. <laughs> yeah, it's the eval. Yeah. The diagnostic. So I, look, I bring it back. Look, looking. <laughs> I bring it back. He, the, put, he puts a lawn chair in front of the car. That'll be about 500 bucks. <laughs> he puts a bunch of leaves in the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he blow dries the car. This is a $500 surcharge of the blow dryer. So then he, uh, he, I come back the next day and I drop the car off. And that's Tuesday. Wednesday, he calls me. He's like, oh, man. Oh, God. That's how, that's how a lie starts. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah, the guy like, who looks at cars. You look at cars. You, your job is to look at cars. He's like, man. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this, but I've also only seen one car, and it's yours. <laughs> I just started. I've never seen anything like this in my life. And he's looking at a porno. <laughs> he's just flipping through a, pay- a Playboy. Yeah. Wow. I, I got to say, this is a big issue. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, all right, going to have to... I have to cut the belt out and... Uh, you mean like, this. yeah, the steps it takes to replace a belt? Yeah, and he's like... Yeah, meanwhile, he puts on, he puts on his own belt. <laughs> he's, he's, he's talking about his clothes. Yeah. I gotta put another notch in this. <laughs> I'm getting fat. I'm. You're gonna pay for all my food, so I need another notch in this belt. Yeah, it's eating time. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, he's like, yeah, I gotta do this and that. I'm like, yeah, okay, I just... It's Wednesday. Yeah, I need it. I'm leaving Friday, and then uh, yeah. So he knows there's a time limit. Yes. Oh God. And Thursday. Wow. And you know, I need I need a part, and they only make it in two places, and uh, they're they're both in uh, you know Bermuda (laughs) Triangle. God. So so I'm gonna have to charge you the. Bermuda Triangle disappearance fee. Yeah, I gotta take a, I gotta take a ship and a whole crew in there and hope that they don't mutiny. So I got that charge on there. Wait, <laughs> mutiny. <laughs> I, you have to catch it in the wild. Yeah. You have to catch this belt yeah. in, a, in a fishing net. Gotta charge you for the tracker that's gonna help me find it. And uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I like? Uh, this is like a Simpsons reference, but they open up a casino in town and they take pictures for it. And then this guy comes and he puts a picture of a boat and he goes, I'd be eating three ships and 50 stout men. <laughs> and the guy goes, we're building a casino. He's like, yar, give me five minutes. <laughs> and he goes, he takes the, the painting and sneaks away. <laughs> but that guy basically did. He's like, I'm trying to fix a car. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, give I, me five minutes. I come back and there's a mast on the car. <laughs> That's your problem. It didn't have a sail. <laughs> yeah, there's no oars in this car. So how are you gonna move? <laughs> it was your, your your cannon was busted. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Meanwhile, all a belt is is like a piece of rubber that. It's probably hanging in his garage. Yeah. He's just sitting there looking at That's it. That's what he's hanging me from. He's sitting there smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> he's holding his stomach and yeah. belly laughing. So, <laughs> so then I come... Uh, You're like, I'm go, still on the line with you. I'm like, I need, <laughs> I need it. And then he's like, oh, while I'm in here, I found another issue. If you want me to fix that. No. I'm like, is it broken? He's like, no, but it, it could be. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's like banging the engine with a <laughs> yeah, hammer. He's he's drilling in a holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's leaking. Uh, oh, God. And I'm like, oh, I just see my account draining and me moving, ba- me moving back home. <laughs> yeah, really. I got to mortgage your house. It's not even my car. <laughs> Caitlin doesn't even know this is happening. Oh, no. She knows it's in there, but I'm like, doing, I'm handling all of it, and uh, and then <laughs> I see the look of pure. I can't wait for this frustration in your face. Uh, and then uh, and then Friday comes. I'm like, and he calls me. And he's like, Friday's, well, the, Friday's the day we're Friday's supposed to leave. The day we're leaving. This is yesterday. He's like, well, you're not getting it today. And I'm like, oh, oh, what the hell? What do you say? He's like, uh, it's going to take me all day to fix it. No, like, it won't. Oh, my God. This he's like, a- I really want to strain your relationship with Andrew. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, like, I want to I make you buy LaCroix. Yeah. He's like, hey, I want to I wanna really make it so uh, you think he resents you. And that's going to be another 85 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. And he's like, oh, and, and his girlfriend was going to need his truck, so I'm going to put another uh, $600 of stress on you. Yeah, I didn't really want to tell you that, but it, it, it like came up, but oh, my God. my girlfriend was going to borrow the truck on Saturday to go to a different gig. Then I find that out, and I'm like, oh, she hates me too. And Well, because, because you tell me on Friday that you need somebody to pick up the car, and, I, and that's what I have to say. I'm like, well, my girlfriend's going to take my truck. Maybe she can pick up the car and drive it to her gig. Yeah. And then you're like, well, she would also have to pay to get it fixed. Well, yeah, because I was gone. Someone's <laughs> going to pay him. Like, I mean, we speak her phone, my girlfriend. She's like, no, no, no. hell no. Yeah. I'm not paying for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll kill the guy and steal the car. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine with that. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah. But that's the only reason I would have told you is because I thought, oh, she she needed the car anyway. She could take it. Yeah, I just doubled the people I, I'm worried about hating me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're disappointing a whole neighborhood at once. Yeah, the whole uh, her whole borough is just rolling their eyes when I walk by. No, <laughs> and I told you I've been telling you this all yesterday. I don't resent you. I don't. I'm oh, not upset by it. this. <laughs> I know it's something that not in your control. I, I, if it was something that was in your control, like I let my friend borrow the car because he's he's a buddy of mine, I'd be like, "What the hell? Yeah, it's a car and a mechanic that screwed you." And yeah, because you. <laughs> 
Because I'm a because I'm a wheel I'm a wheelbarrow for the cash for him. Yeah, really. I wish I was just consulted about the car. I, I could have helped. I'm taking everything to Andy and Andrew's mechanic shop. <laughs> I would have told my dad. My dad's probably like fuming listening to this. Yeah, he hates mechanics. One time he told me a story where the mechanic like screwed him, and he got so mad he like bought a book about his car. Is before the internet. And he like researched his whole car because he was he was just so resentful for the mechanic for wow. spinning the so I, I, I we never picture. I don't think my family's ever gotten a mechanic again. I picture your dad throwing the book at my mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen anything like this. He's like Exhibit A. <laughs> it's in the manual. Yeah, he throws it at him like a <laughs> like ninja <lawyer>. star. <laughs> oh, like a ninja star. <laughs> 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 he gets stuck to the wall. Yeah, he, he's like, oh, you cut my chest. That's going to be an extra 85 bucks. <laughs> I got to get a new chest. <laughs> I got to order the part. Yeah, they get nothing locally. Meanwhile, the thing's a Ford Fiesta. They make yeah. them in America. Yeah. Just get the freaking part. He was having a Fiesta with all the money I was giving him. <laughs> he's big a pinata of your yeah. savings account. Yeah. I, I, thought, I think I saw him hitting the car with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls it on a, a pulley and on a oh, tree god and now and now to where we started he called me today he called you this morning wakes both of us up with this call yeah and he, and i can hear him he's so loud such a like a swindler voice good news <laughs> your car's ready so uh, I'm gonna need it in cash. I'm like listening. I'm like, what? Screw you, man! And he's like, I'm gonna also need you to pick. Can you pick it up in an hour? This guy <laughs> took a whole week. He wants you to pick it up in an hour in paying cash. <laughs> the the nerve of this man! He's like unmarked bills in the parking garage. I want it in fives and tens in uh, half in Swedish currency, <laughs> half in American. I'm like. The nerve of this man. For and then sc- I'll tell you where the car is. Yeah, he screws you. He knows that you need it by Friday. He doesn't get care. He should give you. You should at least apologize. Ugh. I can't believe it. And so we have been having this running joke all morning. Good news, <laughs> I screwed you. <laughs> Good news, you're gonna have so much stress. Good news, you've been swindled. <laughs> Good news, lots of therapy. Yeah. Good news, you're gonna need Prozac. <laughs> Cannot believe this man. You have a lot for your podcast. The nerve of this guy to say it like he was doing you a huge favor. Oh, but. And then Caitlin comes back tomorrow, and I'm just going to show up at the airport with the car like nothing's happened. Yeah. Meanwhile, chaos has happened. The, <laughs> the town's on fire. She sees me. I have gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> You've aged like a president. She knows what... To be fair, she knows what's happened, and she's thanked me a million times over. But, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. So stressful. I don't blame anyone, but uh, uh, good news. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve of that good news guy. Oh, God. Bad news bears. So I've had a stressful weekend too. I had a a friend come to, into town, and when the friend comes into town, well, first of all, he's like, "Oh, I got a inter- job interview or with an with like an agency." He's like oh. a writer. I'm like, "Oh, great." He's like, "So I'm gonna stay for the week," and he couches it like that. He's is a trip to visit me, but it's a trip to get this thing. Yeah, and also to see me for like two days. Right. You're like, oh, perfect. I've got a love seat or a chair. <laughs> got a chair of the ottoman and a, and a blanket that hasn't been moved since the 1800s. <laughs> if you like a face full of cobwebs, you're going to love this. And a smallpox quilt. I think the blanket was just a spider web. 
that she took from the side of the from hanging. <laughs> dusty blanket was it just explains the, all the grasshoppers in it. Uh, there's like flies in there, like begging for their lives. There's a uh, Frodo from Frodo Baggins is stuck in there. <laughs> oh, man. She likes to eat it fresh. <laughs> That's a quote from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, I got it on Frodo. <laughs> I thought you meant uh, Frodo, the tattoo artist. Frodo, the mechanic. <laughs> Good news. Good news. I got the ring. <laughs> he drops your car into that volcano <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so my friends comments, so I'm like, all right. So I, I spent all Sunday cleaning my room because you stayed in my room. I was like, you know, there's like cups and stuff. Yeah. And, I'm like digging out layers of clothes. It's like a like a um like an excavation site when you, <laughs> you see found f- 14 miners. Yeah, you ever see like like I watched a documentary and they're excavating Rome and there's like the medieval ruins and then there's the ancient Roman ruins and yeah. there's the Greek ruins and that's like my room. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is my like punk phase." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shoveling clothes out. <laughs> so all of a sudden I'm like cleaning and uh, so he comes Monday. So he's like, um, his his like meeting is on Tuesday. So he's like, oh, I have a friend who uh, who I've only talked to on Twitter, but he works at C MSNBC, and he's a producer. And he said we can like have a tour of Thirty Rock, and I'm like, all right, well, you're visiting, so I don't think I would see Thirty Rock on my own. Right, like I, I wouldn't care, you know. Yeah, we, we like. I'll do it when you're here. I'm literally. I'm like, all right. So you're in town. Let's go to Thirty Rock. This guy who he, he never met, he just been talking to on Twitter, comes down, and he like, he first he shows us around Thirty Rock. So we see SNL, and, and like I guess they're not shooting, and uh, the SNL stage is like so small. It's like the size of this room. What? There's only like two rows of chairs that are like bench chairs. Yeah. And you know that clock that comes down? Yeah. It's like the size of this lamp. It's like a, like a mini... It's like so small, but oh it's just God. like zoomed in with the camera. Yeah. I'm like, well, this stinks. <laughs> like, this is like <laughs> underwhelming. But uh, my friend's like, hey, do you ever picture standing here and like seeing yourself on SNL? And I'm like, yeah, but I, I mean, I guess it's like... <laughs> I thought it'd be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I could just imagine myself on SNL in like a like a college gym <laughs> like it's like really it's just what, like what the, there's just like curtains and they're like like repainting it and stuff <laughs> on the snl stage so he like shows us <clears throat> we like look out the window and see the ice skating and then he's like so um brian williams goes live and he's a producer for brian williams mm-hmm. like i guess brian williams has a c msnbc show at 11 called the 11th hour <laughs> brian williams if you don't know Used to have like the best news show in the country yeah. called the uh, NBC Nightly News. Yeah, it's like a legend, a staple that they break news. I think they broke the Nixon uh, scandal and they broke like Vietnam. Yeah, but then like he uh, got caught saying that he was in a helicopter that was shot down. Oh, that's right. When he wasn't. Yeah. Let's. I and I read about it before we met him. Apparently. He was he was in Iraq covering the war, and uh, a helicopter that was an hour ahead of him got shot, and they had to land in an emergency. And when he would t- and he told that story the first time, and he's like, the helicopter that was ahead of me got shot. It was stressful. And then he tells the story again, and the helicopter was literally this time in the next story right in front of him, and it explodes. And he's like, it was crazy. And 
And then the next story he tells, the, the helicopter's right in front of him, and he sees a pickup truck pull below the helicopter, and he sees uh, terrorists jump out of the helicopter and shoot rockets at them. Uh, and then the next time he tells the story, on a different interview or, or whatever, they shoot at his helicopter. Uh, and then it gets more dramatic every time he tells it. Then Iron Man came in and, <laughs> and blew up a tank. So then he finally gets caught because he told the story so many times and kept exaggerating it that the evidence was there. Uh, and let alone there was the, the helicopter crew and everything was like, Brian Williams in my helicopter didn't explode. So he got disgraced and, and like thrown out of the, the news because the news is you know, supposed to be honest reporting. <laughs> And I guess I kind of get what he was doing because you ever tell like a joke on stage and you're like, well, that was underwhelming. I'm going to change it. Yeah, and, you make it better each time. Yeah, and exaggerate it. Yeah. But you can't do it if you're a news person. Com- comedians can. <laughs> he thinks he can do it because it's a story about him. Yeah. But he's still a news guy. Yeah, he's still, you have to be the arbiters of truth or whatever. It'd be funny if he broke the news about his lying. <laughs> That's just in. I am a liar. <laughs> <laughs> just just in. I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. I'm a disgrace. So he got he got like banned from the news. But I guess then then Matt Lauer got in trouble for sexual harassment. Oh yeah, all these other news people got in trouble for way bigger deals. So like, all right, I guess yeah, we'll bring this, old news. Yeah, I guess we'll bring this guy back. So they so now he has like an hour on. Uh, I dude, thought old news was going to do better. Old news. <laughs> this guy's. Uh, what's another word? yesterday's yesterday's news i guess it it just keeps involving news yeah that's the point (laughs) he's a news guy (laughs) that's why it's oh god so we go it's literally like there's like a bunch of modern so there's like a floor on 30 rock that's like the msnbc studio right it's like half of the floor is msnbc another half is something else and uh there's only like three people working there's three. There's like a thousand computers. Like three people are at him, and he says to the one of the guys at the computer, "These guys want to watch." And the guy goes, he puts in. He has like a headset, and he talks into it. He says, "We need two chairs," and he and then and that's it. So we literally see some the the second the second guy at one of the computers gets up. <laughs> he could have just yelled He's like this. right next to him. He could have just yelled this. He, he didn't look over. Hey, we need new ch- two chairs. <laughs> or hey, can you scooch down? There's a million chairs in here. So I see, we see him wheel two chairs. We're like, okay. He brings us over to the other side of the room, which is the the studio. There's no wall. It's just <laughs> the end of the the floor. Yeah. Is, is like news stuff on the wall and a desk. And Brian Williams is behind the desk. Wow. And the desk in front of him got shut down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god uh, he's like wow i was in that desk <laughs> oh that got me that was great i'm like oh man that was funny <laughs> so then we go to this area of the of the floor and then there's just brian williams the desk the smoldering ruins of another desk that were shot down uh and then just two chairs and then that's that's for me and him. So me and me and my friend Freddie. So you're just sitting facing him. Yes. Wow. And there's literally a camera guy, um, the 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 director who just stands behind the teleprompter. Yeah. Brian Williams, and then us, and we're sitting there to the to like his right. We're like yeah to the edge of the the whatever stage the, left stage left. Yeah. 
we're staring at him and he doesn't look at us at all. Like he looks at the camera. Yeah. And then he's interviewing like Michael Steele, who is, I, I guess, the chairman of Republican Party. And he just looks at Michael Steele, who, who's facing the stage right. So we're stage left. Yeah. He just looks at Michael Steele, looks at the teleprompter. And the whole show is an hour long. And like we're watching this live and we're like, we both realize like, wow, if you do the news, you just, you really have to fill an hour. Oh, yeah. Like, you have to fill the hour with, like, fluff and nonsense. Yeah. They're not, like, <laughs> they're not in their living room also. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not looking at their phone, scrolling through Facebook and listening it into the background. No. They, yeah. They're doing the, the work. But the work is, like, they'll be like, top story today. It was something about the uh, Giuliani, I, I don't know what the, what, what even it was. But yeah. So you have one news story, and then he's like, Let's get this guy's opinion. And this guy's like literally, so you know, they do like a split screen. He's probably like on the other side of the building, but he, he has like a different background. And so Brian Williams is looking at this TV that has this guy and yeah. we're looking at the broadcast, which is like a split screen. Yeah. He's like, tell me about this. And the guy just repeats what the news is. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's get this other guy's opinion. And then another guy appears on the screen and he talks to him. Yeah. They just talk back and forth about the news. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this isn't news. This guy's they're just talking about news. But people, people <laughs> trash on the news because they're like, it's only the same three stories. And I'm like, well, what happened to you today? And they're like, well, I, uh, I went to the mechanic. And then I had a doctor's appointment, and then I went to the grocery store, and I'm like, "Well, what else?" And I'm like, "Well, that's about it." Yeah, it was one day. That's all. There's not much happening in one day. But that's one guy's day, and then there's a million people, a billion people on the planet. Yeah, that don't makes you think a lot out of, of those, out of all those people, something interesting would happen? Yeah, because we're talking about. But these people would just take. So say like that guy was like, "I went to the doctor," so then they'll be like, "News today: Bill goes to the doctor. What do you think about this?" guy with a phd well bill is uh, i am a doctor <laughs> i think bill's in big trouble because uh when you go to the doctor that's usually bad <laughs> and, and brian Lynn's like really go on well when people go to the doctor sometimes they're they get cancer or sometimes it's just a cold but we'll see but i have a feeling it's cancer oh my god that's a crazy story but it's not a story it's just this guy's <laughs> thoughts opinion. of the story that's what it was. Like, Rudy Giuliani got, like, um, is investigated. Yeah, he's in big trouble. So then, like, all these five people were like, I think it could be this, and this is going to happen, and it's all gloom and doom. And yeah. I'm like, well, this is just nonsense. Yeah. So then we're, like, watching all this garbage, and I'm, like, bored, but we can't be on our phones with Brian Williams is there, but he's not looking at us. <laughs> That'd be funny, though, if you did look at your phone and Brian Williams is doing the news. Hey! <laughs> Put that out! It's live. And the guy, the guy on the other screen is like, "What's going on, Brian? Nothing. These punk kids are watching us in office chairs." Yeah, sure, sure. We know how you <laughs> like to make up stories, Brian. <laughs> uh, so then the guy, the the Freddie's friend, who's like one of the producers, comes and he's like, "You guys want to see the control room?" And we're like, "Okay." So in the last commercial break, oh, what's also cool is we get to see Brian Williams between commercial breaks. Yeah. So Did he like, look at you then. Nope. <laughs> But he'll be like looking over notes. He's like, "Wow, oh, we don't have time for this." And he'll like throw away like a wow. sheet. Yeah, and he and he'd be like, "That was really good." And so he interviewed that Michael Steele guy, who was the same. He's giving commentary about the news. And then at the at the commercial break, they're like, "I think that's going to be a really good sound clip." And he's like, "Yeah." Michael Steele just walks away. So we're <laughs> in this control room, and it's all like black, and there's like a million screens. But again, in this control room, there's like three people working. Yeah, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> 
this is like a cable news show, and the little amount of crew that it takes to perform is is crazy. I would think of <laughs> the take, same guy that took the chairs. When, yeah, exactly. It probably was. Like I thought, like watching TV, like news. Oh my god, so much goes into it. Yeah. I guess maybe technology is advanced too. Well, some people can probably do some of it from home, or no, no. This was all everyone there. Like was was working on the show. Oh wow! But it was three people in the like the floor, three people in the control room. And we're sitting next to this woman. She's like, I'm really proud. I put this segment together about James Madison that Brian Lynn's going to talk about. And we're like, okay. And then I was like looking around. I'm like, would it, it would be cool to be like if like 10 years ago, I've been like, it'd be awesome to work in this control room. Right. And now I'm like, I want to be Brian Williams. I'm going to be like these shadow people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they've never seen the sun. They never seen the sun. It's literally a black room with yeah. screens. I'm like, this is sad. So then like, so then the, the producer is so nice. He's like, would you like to meet Brian? And my friend... <laughs> You're like, we kind of did. <laughs> yeah. I'm, us. And I was like... Immediately, I got like a twinge of anxiety. Like, oh my God, he doesn't know who we are. And he's a celebrity. And, and uh, we just sat in the room. And I think it was weird. Yeah. And then... Uh, like, I, But we go, okay. Well, I'm like following him down. But I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I feel so weird. Because like... We're like at his job, yeah. You know, like it literally. If like if you worked in an office and there's like two goobers <laughs> sitting to the left of you, like gawking at you while you're like trying to do your day job, that's what we were. So then we're like, <laughs> I was like, oh no. So uh, so uh, he goes. So the producer, like the nicest guy ever, like he didn't have to do this. Yeah, I'm uh, the whole time. I'm like, why are you so nice? <laughs> why are you being so nice? I would never, if I worked at a job, I'd be like, get away. Go. I'm not introducing you to my boss. <laughs> yeah. I just told that woman her story doesn't matter. <laughs> so then he goes, uh, Brian, these are Freddie and Andrew. And he goes, hello, I'm not used to meeting a studio. I'm not used to having a live audience. And we're like, <laughs> he's like, I guess you're not. And he goes, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And then he's out. Like he's gone. Oh wow! Like the last he nice took a to- helicopter. Yeah, that gets shot at. The nice, the last nice to meet you with me. His legs are already like wrapped, <laughs> like Fantastic Four, Mister Fantastic legs are already in the elevator. <laughs> they're, they're stretched out like me in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, his other legs are in an ottoman. <laughs> he is already out of the. He just could not give like three seconds to us. But it was like when he said, "Nice to have a studio audience." I'm like, you knew we were there. <laughs> you couldn't wink at us. <laughs> you said that. No, just oh. in my head. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he was already out of. He could like care, like yeah, he didn't uh, care. Yeah, you know, but I'm like, this guy like makes a million dollars. It's like, yeah, he just wants to get home to his, of course his rich mansion. Yeah, I mean, he had, I, he's done. Work is over. And then I was also thinking, like, after a show, somebody is like, "Hey, I love the show." I'm like, "Thanks so much for coming. I can't believe you came and see it. Well, saw that's me." True. But yeah. and then I and then I realized Prime has been doing news for like thirty years. Yeah, like if we were doing a show thirty years from now, and then somebody came up to us, we'd we might be, like, be a little tired. <laughs> we'd be exhausted. Yeah, yeah, we'd be like, I want to want to get home and and relax. Yeah, so that was I want to go home and watch the news. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch these commentators. <laughs> uh, so we got some. Uh, we had a. Listener, so a few listener topics today. Yeah, you guys have been showing us a lot of love. Thanks so yeah. much. 
Thank you so much uh, for all that. Also, uh, we've been getting some really nice reviews. Uh, if you could keep that up, that's amazing. They're so nice. We yeah. send them to each other, and and it warms us up. Yeah, and we post. We're gonna post some on the Instagram. Yeah, which is Panic Attacking Podcast. <laughs> I said a burp. Wow, we haven't had any seltzer in this episode. Yeah, man. Then you still found a way, burp. <laughs> I still found a way. Uh, life, so- <laughs> life finds a way. We got one from uh, Max Prime, and uh, he's, is it, uh, on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. yeah. And it was uh, he's freaking out because uh, the thing that makes him anxious is he's not getting enough sleep. He says it's worse than nightmares. Is not getting enough sleep. Oh well, must- tell me about it. All this week, I'm like out with my friend, and yeah, and I have to work and do shows. And he's like, uh, he's like, what do you want to do now? I'm like, well, it's one in the morning. I think we should go home. And he's like, I guess it's okay to call it into early night tonight. <laughs> early, it's one. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, do you do you get anxious if you don't get enough sleep? What happens to me is like. It affects everything in my life. Like I am angry, yeah. s- sad really easily. Yeah. Like I'm like afraid. Like I-, I am so upset that I don't sleep, and anything keeping me from sleeping is is like an obstacle that is like threatening my life. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the first shift on the drive then. <laughs> like I better get some sleep tonight, or I'm gonna lose my I'm gonna, my head's gonna explode. <laughs> I've been sleep. I've been slept all week. I'm so tired. I know. <laughs> Even uh, we you watched me at QED on Thursday, right? Halfway oh, through, man. I did a five minute set. Halfway through, I was like, "Oh, I can't do this anymore." <laughs> yeah, you got all squinty. <laughs> yeah, like I'm ready to nap. I saw you at the creek one night, and you, you were sitting there with your eyes closed. I'm like, he fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, it was the same thing. Like not sleeping a whole week. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it does. I don't. I don't have a problem sleeping. I have the t- the time problem is the hard part. Like I have like, you know, like I, I need, I-, I have no problem falling asleep when I fall asleep, but yeah. I mean, there's a lot of factors to that too. Like this was with the couch was weird and yeah. I didn't know how to get water. So I was thirsty. <laughs> I don't know where the bathroom was. So I had to pee. <laughs> I had to find the bathroom like five in the morning and it was a dungeon. You know, like so, I slept yeah. badly because it's so uncomfortable. Because I didn't, I'm not used to sleeping here. Yeah, I don't have a any. A lot of people with anxiety have sleep issues, but I, I um, I'm usually pretty good. And even if I'm being withheld from sleep, I just pass out. So yeah. there's no stopping me from falling asleep. But if I if I know I have to wake up early, and then I wake up early, I'm like grumpy all day. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I haven't had enough sleep. There's no way I can work and do this. Right. And like I'm too like focused on the fact that I didn't get enough sleep. Where I'm not productive. Yeah. If I have, to, if I know I have to get up early, that's when I get anxious because I know my alarm's set and everything, and I wake up even earlier than the alarm because I'm so anxious of missing it. Oh yeah. If I have to wake up early, I wake up like at three. Is my alarm off? <laughs> Four. Am I late for work? Five. Ah, oh, I overslept five in the morning but that's also a good feeling we wake up at five in the morning you're like oh so uh, much more time i can sleep for two hours yes yeah. Ooh, i get the nap after sleeping yeah but then i'm like oh i have to pee and i'm hungry yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man and then we got oh kelly moran messaged us on instagram yeah she's, and she's coming to the show she's tonight. coming to the show tonight we got the first time on the road where listeners are coming to the show yeah it's so cool yeah so she wrote that uh what was hers? She uh, went to the... Oh, anxiety at doctor's office, even though it's not serious. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you never know what's going on. They could be the same thing with your mechanic. <laughs> yeah. You're oh, like, good news. Good news. You're about to die. <laughs> uh, you need new kidney. <laughs> and I have a feeling that there's some doctors who are, are like mechanics where they're like, I got this MRI machine I bought for $10,000 million. Yeah. So let me use it if one guy has a cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you have a cough? All right, put you in the MRI machine. For yeah. Every, you yeah. Know, they I gotta, ask you to lift the hood and you don't know how to do it. And they're like, oh, perfect. Yeah, you're going to the x-ray machine now. <laughs> you're, going, you're going to every test. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with the doctor. you like, I, I only have enough for this appointment or maybe insurance is bad. And you're like, they have to find something little because i don't know what i can afford and then you're like oh they're gonna find a million things wrong with me and it's gonna spend all my money yeah my dream my fantasy is like they're gonna look and be like you're good nothing to worry about oh thank god but usually it's like oh boy yeah (laughs) wow wow good news (laughs) (laughs) so don't sweat it the doctor itself is an anxiety inducing environment yeah it's all fluorescent lights all the you're surrounded by people coughing and plague victims. Yeah, for a <laughs> you're surrounded is, by people sicker than you. For a place that's supposed to make you healthier, like the lighting is meant to depress you. The lighting is like a like a, like a haunted house. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a those, flickering light. Every Criminal Minds episode that takes place in a hospital, it's the same lighting. Yeah, there's like a nurse that's actually a killer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like under the board or uh, uh, under the board, <laughs> under the boardwalk. <laughs> I went under the floor. <laughs> uh, Alyssa Turner, uh, also on Twitter, wrote out to us that what makes her anxious is she's been going to class with a professor that teases the students. Oh, my God. I remember that. I remember that as a kid. Like, calls them out and stuff. I remember that in high school, college, grad school. It was, like, the stressful thing for me. Really? And I remember <laughs> I had this one class where uh i think it was college where i didn't know the answer so i was kind of bsing oh boy and i was like well it could go both ways (laughs) and the professor says like your sexuality whoa and the whole class lost their mind and said wow yeah and uh i was like so embarrassed like (laughs) wow everyone was like holy shit (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and then at the, at the end of the semester the professor like would take i guess it was a tradition where you take the kids out because we were all like seniors or, yeah. or over 21 which is i guess is i think would be illegal now in this yeah. era but oh so what he he said about you <laughs> maybe it was like a graduation thing or something but he was out i remember being out with him and he's like uh, sorry about that joke I made, but I knew you weren't paying attention, so I really wanted to. I knew you were trying to BS me. I'm like, well, you don't have to make a hack. Yeah, you don't have to scar me for life. Yeah, like awful. <laughs> we're already confused growing up. <laughs> yeah, and I always had those classes, but those classes with the teachers that were mean, I yeah. was like, oh boy, I got to get to these. It was, yeah, yeah. it's anxiety inducing. Yeah, like, and it's like added pressure yeah and then you have to like the guy would 
I, I had one guy that would was a teacher who would tease students, and he and then at the same thing at the end of the year, it'd be like, "Hey, if you weren't, if I knew you weren't paying attention, that's when I would call on you." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> why don't you say that at the beginning? Then you, I'd be paying attention." You got your eyes stapled open. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like my head's leaning forward the whole class. <laughs> you're, you're stretching like Brian Williams. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, boys. His his feet are in a helicopter. <laughs> Uh, and uh but i mean what's advice that we could give with that i mean that one is difficult because that's a them problem and but i would just say like be ready for them to tease you and show it doesn't affect pretend it doesn't affect you try to not give them a rise that they're definitely looking for and you can't snap back because no because that's what they want they want that and that's a reason to get in trouble so yeah, they usually. I actually saw a YouTube video about this, but it said diffusing awkward moments. Number one is that with the one with Robert Downey Jr. Maybe I watched it too. Wow, it was really good. There's this interview that Robert Downey Jr. is getting from this guy that's trying to get a rise out of him. Yeah, and it shows you how to deal with it. Yeah, and there's also this same channel, but they do Margaret Roby yeah. or Robbie doing interviews, and they're like, she's really uncomfortable with the questions, but. The way to handle it is just the smile. Yeah. Smiling shows that you're okay with it. Yeah. And it lets other people know that you're okay with it, even though you might not be. Right. But if you smile, people are like, that wasn't a big deal. That person's smiling. Yeah. If it was a big deal, they'd be like looking down, sweating, and crying. And then we'd talk about it for two months after it happened. Yeah. It's so fascinating. Like the one with Robert Downey Jr., the guy's trying to get a rise out of him and pick at him about his arrest and his dad. And Robert's like... What are we doing here? I thought this was a promotion of the movie that I'm doing. Yeah, like calling out what they're doing is another way to diffuse it too. Yeah, but, I mean you can. Be but that, like, that can be a little confrontational, especially with a professor. But uh, yeah, yeah, I would just make sure that you don't show it's affecting you, and and uh, you know get it out of your system when you're not there. Because if you do it in front of them, they're just gonna. And I feel like it will just grow. I feel like the more you freak. And the more you overreact, the more people will care. Yes. But the less you react and the less you show that it bothers you, the less people will care. Yeah. And that reduces your anxiety, too, because oh, the yeah. most anxiety... Less on you. The less anxiety thing about that teacher going, your sexuality, <laughs> which I guess everyone thought was funny and whatever, but the I, you know, the, the thing about it was, like, I was anxious about other people re- remembering that and stuff. Yeah. So... Well, it's good that we could get it on a recording. <laughs> it's good that we could memorialize it forever. <laughs> but uh, I would say if he teases you, smile, and that's it. Yeah. It's just smile. Go, <laughs> Laugh. You know, like yeah. when people do at the Comedy Central Rose? Yeah. When they go, you're a deadbeat loser, and they, the camera cuts them, and they go, <laughs> Yeah. And then you're like, oh, they're not a deadbeat loser. They're laughing. Yeah. If they, if they get- were like, what? <laughs> I'd be like, well, that guy's a loser. <laughs> and a deadbeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we have time for the big one? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Mike, your mic is far from your face. Okay. JWH uh, on Twitter wrote uh, out to us, who's a big uh, 
advocate for us. She she's wrote a lot of nice things about us. And, oh, awesome! Yeah, she's done it like when she's like, "Hey, here's the podcast you you should listen to." We're always on it. Same thing with Alex Vasquez, who tweets yes. at us. He's been bringing his friends in. Thanks, man. Yeah, and Corey versus and Matt moves mountains and Kelly. All, Everybody's yeah. great. All the rest. Yeah, and, and the the Connecticut people that we met with uh, Brian Regan. <laughs> What are what are their names? <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Wills. Jen Wills. Je- Jenny Wills. And the other ones. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not gonna make you go through the whole <laughs> list. But you got you're doing good. Oh, and then I want to know this. Oh boy. When I went to uh, uh, I went to my our friend mutual friend Jacob Williams, who's a comedian birthday oh, party. Oh God. And and uh, it was like late at night. I I did shows and. My other friend Chris James is there, and he's like, "It's it's hot, it's popping. Come by, you have to come by. Everyone's gonna be like, where's Andrew?'" And I show up, three people there: it's Chris, <laughs> Jacob, and this owner of this club that uh, I never talked to before. And then first thing Jacob says is, "I hear you listened to the Brian Regan episode. Uh, you said he was your first guest, but it was uh, I was your first guest." And he was the guest on the episode we always teased where we didn't release it because it was so bad. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah. And I said that. I'm like, well, it was awful. <laughs> the first guest. You were technically the first guest, but it wasn't released. <laughs> oh, good. I'll have that to worry about when I see him. Uh, I think he was kidding. but Yeah. Uh, so JWH said she had a panic attack recently because... She came up, she heard some screaming, and she went outside, and there was a guy choking out his girlfriend on the street or on a lawn or something. And everyone that was outside seeing the commotion was filming it. Yeah, I see that all the time in New York. Something happens, and everyone has the phones out. And she's like, she, so she called 911, and she started having a panic attack on the phone. So she had to have the hand the phone to somebody else. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> And she's the one that was doing the most work to get it over with. Well, we're very proud of you for making the call. I mean, it's you hard. You did the right thing. It's hard to make a call anyway with your yeah, anxiety. But, like, you know, if I have to call some, if I have to reschedule a dentist appointment, I'll put it off to the last possible moment. <laughs> yeah, but you're calling. She's calling the So that makes you anxious. She's calling the cops yeah. on a guy that's attempting murder. I wish you could just text the cops. Hey, uh, crime's happening. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Sad emoji. <laughs> Get over here, ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> Police car emoji. Instead of you text the 911, it, you just say, sup. You, this, up, you up? You up? You up to stopping a crime? <laughs> you drop your pin. It's here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. You, you come over here. Yeah, Cotton Island 911 is stressful. So right. she, yeah, she comes out, sees that happening. That's really stressful. No one's, everyone's filming it, which that alone is just stressful to think about. Then she calls 911, which is also stressful. And then she starts having a panic attack. Oh my God. So we're proud of you. And uh, you probably saved somebody's life. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm getting really phlegmy because the dust, the dust blanket is in my vicinity. No, it isn't. It's is the it other room, I think. Oh, I feel like a lot of dust is around here. Oh, maybe because this house is so old. <laughs> the remnants of a burned witch from Salem. Remnants. <laughs> Literally, I'm looking over here. Look at all this dust. Can you see it? Yeah, I can. It's all all over. Oh my god! All right. Well, this was a fun one. Oh, I want to tell a story where. Uh, oh, okay. I went to a friend's house when I was a kid who lived down the street, 
and I meant to call my dad. And uh, my I've da- done this too. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Where the dad, my dad's number became started with nine one seven. Oh no! So I actually <laughs> hit nine one, and then he accidentally hit one, and then the reporter or the the nine eleven operator is like, "Hello, emergency!" I'm like, ah! I think I just go ah, and then I hang up. And then, uh, and then <laughs> was I the go- reporter Brian Williams? <laughs> and then I like, uh, I think I go home. Oh no! Because uh, I might, I call my dad to pick me up. So then I'm home and I see an ambulance drive by and then I see a fire truck drive by and then I see a, oh, no. a police car drive by and I look down the street. They're all in front of my friend's house <laughs> and they're like, oh. we heard a call and somebody yelled and hung up. Or, Is everyone okay? Is there murder happening? They sent a fire truck. <laughs> Put a hose on the killer. And then they don't know I just called 911 accident. They're like, what is going on? What are you talking about? And I'd like... I think I, I have to tell my mom who then has to go over and tell them. Or maybe, I don't remember. I don't remember how it resolved. Maybe I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> I really don't remember how that resolved, but I do remember every like emergency truck in front of my friend's house. <laughs> my, my dad uh, told me to call my grandpa one time when I was a kid, and my grandpa's number was 912. <laughs> and I, oh, no. Ew. Oh my god! Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, buddy. I had to blow my nose. I tried to hold it till the end, but you're telling a story about your grandpa. Speaking of blowing it, I <laughs> <laughs> so I dialed nine one one and I hung up immediately. And then a cop car showed up, and my dad was outside, and the cop was like, "Hey, uh, somebody call nine one one." And my dad was like, "Oh boy." My dad's number is nine one two, and my son's calling my my dad, and I'm pretty sure he. Oh, called. so they pieced it together. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I just watched it happen through the window while I'm on the phone with my grandpa. Well, your dad handled that pretty well. <laughs> yeah. The opposite of what happened with me. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know my dad's number. Yeah, the fire truck didn't come by, <laughs> or the ambulance, <laughs> just the cop car. <laughs> I think they showed up to my grandpa's. <laughs> yeah, for another reason. <sighs> oh man. Oh, well, this has been a good one. This has been fun. Live. It's from, a long one. Yeah, it is a long one. Well, we had to cover a lot. Yeah. Live from the uh, the Dust Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Grapes of Wrath comedy hour. <laughs> uh, man, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. And uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna have to go and yeah, go. we gotta go. I think we gotta go to our show soon. Yeah, we also gotta go and. Like have our lungs sucked out by a CPAP machine. Yeah, I think oh, Kevin has one. Do you want me to? Should we tell that story? What? When uh, we drove back from the show, we drove with the other comedian who we're staying with. Yeah, and she's like wheezing and coughing, oh. and I'm like, "Oh my god, are you okay? It sounds like you have a no. You no, that's not what happened. You're like okay. Is something meowing. Oh yeah, first I he say is something meowing, and I thought like a cat was like in the back of my truck. <laughs> and then, she was uh, wheezing. She was wheezing. It sounded like meowing, and then, uh, and then she starts coughing, and it like fluidly. Yeah, and I'm like concerned, and I'm like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Do you you sounded like you have whooping cough?" And and then uh, <laughs> Whoopi Gold cough, Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> Stein cough. So uh, and she's like, "Oh, actually, I have a genetic condition called cystic fibrosis that causes me to." And I'm like, "Oh no!" Oh, yeah, then he spiraled for twelve minutes. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh God, I said the thing about cat, but I really thought there was a cat. Oh my God, don't hate me. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. 
prejudiced against disabled people. I didn't know. I really thought sometimes my lungs fill with fluid, and I thought you had some... I was just making a joke where I thought it was a cough, so I exaggerated this whooping cough. Oh, man. (laughs) I didn't know. I don't remember you turning into an old robot. (laughs) Malfunction. That's because I slept on the couch. Sending a 3CPO. 3CPO? (laughs) Yeah. The callback. Wow, from the beginning. I know. That was great. Uh, we got to end on that. That was great. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Stay tuned for the outro. Stay tuned for the outro. Ooh. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Really appreciate all the support. If you like the podcast, please share it. Uh, Tell all your friends. Give us a high rating. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at NotSteveRogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Steven Rogers Comedy on Facebook and StevenRogersComedy.com. And I am on uh, Twitter, A Chavone, S C H I A V O N E. And on Instagram, I'm Andrew Chavone, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm Andrew.Chavone. And my website is AndrewChavone.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening and see you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye.